Yo, what's up, and welcome back to another episode of The Movie Newbie. I'm your host, Jibreel Eshemi, and as usual, I am joined by the two legends and one of them who always flips his fucking notebook paper while I'm trying to speak. <laughs> I literally just did I, As soon as I did it, I was like, Fuck. Well, that's rap. <laughs> And we've got all the other cinema. <laughs> we've got Ollie too. How did you guys <laughs> hello. say hello? <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? Um, and yeah, this is episode ninety-eight. What? Ninety-eight? Do we have we have two more until we hit a hunt? Yeah, yeah, hundo. So the hundo is Holy gonna hundo. come, I guess, halfway through this episode. So, so there's gonna be a little bit of an interruption yeah, so in our feed. Be, yeah, a hun- episode one hundred, and then we're gonna finish off the theme for one hundred and one. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Wow. Who'd have thought it? Wow. Who'd have thought? Wow. wow. Not me. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, what's, what's on a little film? sidebar, I yeah. wanna, we do need to get to the film, but like, I, I, I someone told me recently <laughs> the most podcasts die after or like stop recording after 10 episodes. Yeah. So can you, let's just give ourselves a, well, we, not now, because we haven't yeah. got there yet. 100 episodes. <laughs> oh, I forget we're on camera. We all shook hands, and yeah. I, try, I was trying to shake Ollie's hand for the longest time. He didn't see me. Now. Yeah, you did. <laughs> anyway, it's funnier when you got to see the clip. Well, we'll make a clip out of it. We'll that. make a clip out of it. That, 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 that was really good. Thank you. Thank you for supplying my comedy. So, um, yeah. What are we starting with, boys and boys? Spit a guitar. A spur, spur. We're talking about Breathless Guy. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be fresh so new way. Wow. <laughs> Um, I, I'm, I'm sure uh, Midnight in Paris is a great influence of that as well. It's like, oh my God, Paris in the rain. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, today we are entering the French New Wave with the first film, A Bout de Souffle, or Breathless, the 1960, uh, some would say and claim masterpiece of the French New Wave, directed by Jean-Luc Godard and starring... Basically, the the Marlon Brando, the James Dean of France, Jean-Paul Belmondo, uh, a personal favorite of mine and my father's. And then the exquisitely talented, beautiful uh, and incredibly influential uh, Jean Seberg. I I, I never know how to say pronounce her last name. Seberg, Seberg, um, who's fantastic. And it's a screenplay, uh, funny enough, by, by Francois Truffaut who discovered um, this uh, piece in an article. So it's actually kind of based on a true story uh, about a man who um, violently uh, and uh, kills, kills a police officer and is on the run. Um, so that's kind of what the story is about. Breathless is about um, Jean-Paul Belmondo's character, Michel, who is on the run after killing a motorcycle cop. Uh, at the beginning of the film and seeks refuge in Paris where he meets up with an old fling, an old flame, uh, Jean Seberg's character. Uh, and they go on a bit of a romance in Paris as he tries to convince her to flee or to to come to, to Italy um, as he's being pursued by the law. So kind of a Bonnie and Clive type situation. Um, and it actually, this movie has influenced but the the Bonnie and Clyde movie that came um, a few years later. Uh, so, yeah, I kind of want to get first mm. impressions on Jabril, first of all, our movie newbie. Mm. And I think you might, you might like this theme and maybe yeah. you like this movie. Um, well, first, have you seen the remake of this? No, with Richard I, Gere. With, with Richard, Richard Gere, Gere yeah. No, I refuse. 
Okay, well, because apparently it's also a very good movie. I just oh. haven't. I, I just wanted to know if anybody of you no, no, it. no, I haven't. Um, ever. But yeah, so I watched this movie last night. Nice. And fresh. then I fell asleep. So I woke up this <laughs> oh. morning and watched it again. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Wait, yeah. You slept right through to the next day. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, like, nice. I like tried tired. to, I watched, I put it on at like 9.30, like once I got home. That movie then, really took your breath like away. And then at like 9.40, I was like... Yeah. Like, wow. And I woke up at like four on my couch, like, oh my God, I did it again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no! no. And it, it was just so good. Like, I really, honestly, it was amazing movie. Like, initial nice. thoughts. Um, I guess it wasn't a very like plot heavy mm. movie or like things were going on, but mm. they weren't showing attention. Like, yeah, there was a theft, there was a murder um and this dude's running away but you don't really see them running away from anything or like there isn't really like yeah like the law enforcement is basically two guys yeah Yeah. it's it's not like cops and robbers either you know it's um kind of like mi7 you know like there was the two like guys that were chasing uh Tom Cruise the entire movie but you don't really see him them chasing him yeah it's like kind of these small spaces like 400 blows like the you know the small apartments were weird yeah. like um this must be the first things. time that the Mission Impossible franchise has been compared to a French new well, wave well well <laughs> it's like it's like the fact that like things are happening in the background but that's not what you're seeing yeah and it you doesn't know? really have to it's not really about that you know yeah. like that's that's kind it's of like, like it's oh, like using, it's kind of in the background you well, know it's what's interesting uh, like what i th- i don't know if it's correct is what i'm saying but like um it seems like they use the plot as a setting, like setting the scene rather than using like the, so I, I don't, okay. It's not a it's drive. Not the, plot. the plot is not a, like as, as in, I think, I, I think I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. It's not the driving force behind, um, what narratively, what, what brings this piece to life. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's like, it's not the fact that it's a cops and robbers and they're like running away from no. shit. It's the little moments in like what happens throughout the day. Or mm. the the course or between of like, them, between right? them, between you know? the characters. It's like there's a bit where like uh, she goes to, she's like running away from the. Well, <laughs> the only example I'm giving is like she's running away from the cops. But like there's <laughs> little yeah. bits <laughs> yes. that like she like interacts, and it's like traditionally I don't think that would have been something they would do, you know. And they get sure. cut to another scene where she's doing something else. But sure, it, sure. <sighs> I mean, I, again, it's like ambiance, uh, yes. you know. Yeah. I love the jump cuts from when he was like driving from Marseille to Paris in the beginning of the mm-hmm. film where they like show movement, but not because the car is moving, but they're showing movement within the cuts sure, or yeah. splices. I yeah, guess that, yeah. that, that was the era of splicing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I learned words. Yeah, we like yeah. that. We like um, that. What else was that, that immediately stuck out? Um, yeah. It wasn't voice recorded right they dubbed it uh, later yes the yeah. whole yeah, film yeah. was dubbed yeah. so Godard that's like his style right well that was pretty common practice for independent movies back yeah. in those okay. days because prior to that or in mainstream well, filmmaking you had to shoot on a studio if you wanted well, to record from live. what I yeah. from what I know and the cameras um, were Godard, extremely loud yeah but from yeah. what I know um he didn't finish the script so while they were well they, right. wrote, um, they he wrote it he wrote each scene in the morning dialogue yeah. in the morning and then you yes. feed them the lines like behind the camera so yes. i thought that was really interesting because that's not it's a very form similar to like italian making. italian films from that era world right made mm. in the same way so uh, yeah actually a question um is this kind of like the uh the yin to the yang of like italian westerns like spaghetti westerns 
because it was around the same time, right? Or were Spaghetti Westerns a little bit older? Uh, spaghetti Westerns a bit older. Spaghetti, okay. I mean, yeah. late sixties, maybe early seventies. I think Spaghetti Westerns Western were more like sixties and seventies. Yeah, so and this yeah. is like sixties. No, this is nineteen sixty. This I would say late fifties is French right. New Wave okay. to early sixties. Okay, right. So maybe um, Spaghetti Western was like an like an antith- antithesis. Would that be the no? Not antithesis. Uh, um, yeah, I know what you're trying yeah, to say. Like the, the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, again, I think a lot. There's probably a lot of influences there, um, which is what the brilliant thing about French New Wave is. A lot of directors saw that, and they did. There was a lot Mm. of picking from from these films, and then they introduced that in their films. Because like two or three times in the movie, they're like, "Let's go watch a western." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. And the fact that you know he he kind of resembles or likes to resemble Humphrey Bogart, you know, right. yeah, that was, yeah. that, well, was, that was a big thing yeah, about Shane. French. <laughs> that's a big thing about French New Wave filmmakers is that they idolized B movies yes. from America mm. that were coming out in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Mm-hmm. They kind of um, despised. Uh, conventional modern day fr- contemporary French cinema. It's so French. They didn't like modern art house. They didn't like modern European filmmaking. Oh. They loved mm. um, like the noir films in the yeah. Western yeah, yeah, from yeah. the forties and fifties. That's why Humphrey Bogart is strong. Like, you know, that, that he had a yeah. strong impression on, on Belmondo's yeah. character uh, because I think that's a, a kind of an ode to, to him. Sure. Um, and yeah. it's funny I because think the whole silk and tweed thing was like, an ode to like the whole noir thing and well the way he dressed the yeah. Michelle oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah for sure for sure um but anyways Ollie what's what yeah. were what was your first impression yeah it was it was cool I was um, have you ever seen this film I had seen it yeah. I like like probably a lot of people from our generation my first time watching it was in uh, a a classroom watched it as part of um, a right film on. studies class. And I don't think I'd seen it since then. So it was interesting. Mm. And this was over 10 years ago, I suppose. So it was cool going back to it. Um, uh, I, I, I really enjoyed it. You know, I thought it was a really, I don't know how else to describe it, but fun experience. I will say from the top, um, I, I like it. I don't love it. It's not my favorite. I think it's one of those films that I admire and recognize in terms of its mm-hmm. importance more than I, I think I enjoy uh, purely. I think it's yeah. arguably the definitive piece of text from the French New Wave, which is really, and its influence is incredible on the rest mm-hmm. of cinema. Palpable, yeah. um, but when it comes, uh, you know, it's, 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 I don't need to compare it to other French New Wave films, but such... I prefer like, I do prefer other Godard films like Le Mepris and Vivre Sa Vie, which is one of my favorite Vivre films. Vie, I know. I, and I, I like a lot of Francois and... Truffaut films. Sorry, Jabril, I think yeah. you're about to say something. Well, I don't know. It's got like, Sunrise, midnight, before, before, yeah, like it's got that vibe. I yeah, totally. love this film. Totally. It's no, no, weird I, that I, you're getting, I know, that you're giving this. I know. Yeah. Look, I, I, but I, I don't want to, you know, um, I don't want to understate my feelings about the film. Mm-hmm. I really did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. What I love most, love most about it is that this is a filmmaker's first film, mm-hmm. and often with film with those debut features you get a you can sense the joy from filmmaking, yeah, because you're watching a filmmaker or an artist play with their tools mm-hmm. for the first time or discover a craft for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it's got that sense of wonder that you often don't see in, in successive films. Mm-hmm. And I think that jumps off the screen with this film. I love the use of jump cuts, which was one of the most innovative things about the movie. Mm-hmm. I think the performances are really good. It's got a great style. I really liked how it's like, um, it feels like a conversation between the mundane everyday shit. Yeah. And then the sort of, um, the sort of, over-the-top sensationalized genre shit yeah. that was in the films that influenced these filmmakers. So it feels very postmodern because it's very there's a lot of mundane stuff. And then you have 
the stuff that's ripped right out of like a gangster film. Yeah, yeah, yet it's, yeah. Yet it's depicted in a kind of funny, humorous, quirky French yeah. way. Mm. Like I got this like almost Camus kind of like existentialist sure, vibe. Yeah. Totally. totally, absolutely. What was the main character's name? Michel. Michel. Michel well, yeah. like at the end where he just sort of just surrenders to death. At yeah, the end, yeah, that's very yeah. like that's very, very existentialist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just it's. I, that's the thing. Like, I don't know how much I like this movie, but I know that I like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know that they're. Well, like, that's why like, you need to like watch it said, a second time. Well, yeah, that's like uh, you said on the bonus ode, yeah. right? Like, we need to have a bunch of rewatches, and I just love the the ninety minute movies, man. This is that's what it's I'm perfect. saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's perfect, a short. Yeah. It's a short, um, tightly tightly compacted. Yeah, I film. thought it was a two hour film. Oh, one hour and thirty. Watch yeah. the extent. Uh, oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, my bad. But shall we move to car- uh, favorite performance or scene? Yeah, Which yeah. one do you want sure, to do? First? Sure, sure. But I like the fact that you guys are talking about how um, there's this the, the, this first impression you're giving me is like there's something about it. Even if you don't yeah. like it, there's something impressionistic yeah, about it, which is what the French New Wave is all about. I would mm. describe this film as undeniable. Yes. There mm. we so go. That, that is undeniable. The, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. So favorite performance. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, shoot, uh, Jabril, please, I'll, I'll go go for you again. Uh, I didn't well, give my first I mean, impression, but y'all, y'all I mean, already know. Both um, uh, Jean Paul Jean Paul Belmondo, Belmondo, yeah. and uh, the Jean, American girl, Jean, Jean Sebert. Is she actually American? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Born in Jean, Sweden, yeah, raised born in, in America. Okay. America. Yeah. Um, I love both of their performances. I really couldn't pick between the two. Mm. Um, I feel like everyone else was like uncredited in the film. Like when I checked the IMDb, mm. everything was like uncredited, uncredited, really? uncredited, uncredited, uncredited. Mm. I was like, that's, well, that's cause most of the other performers were, um, were non yeah. fellow filmmakers or people, right. critics yeah. from the, that Kaya yeah. du cinema yeah. circle. Yeah. yeah. So, um, those were, I, I can't really the pick central, between yeah, the two. Yeah, they were the central it's performances. Hard. It's hard to pick between the two yeah. because they're it's really great. Yeah. But I really loved how um, Seberg, Seberg, or what, I don't know how to yep. pronounce her last name. Yeah, yeah. Um, she played like the innocent, um, kind of like, what's happening? You know, like she was very good at like uh, making the the audience think that she doesn't know anything that's happening. Mm. You know, she played that, ditzy kind of like oh i'm a student on exchange in france like like w- walking the street and like i love the fact like she was saying like this is alluding to my quote my favorite quotes but like she's like what does that mean you know like what yeah. what, is, what does that x Very word famous mean? ending yeah. 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 yeah so if i had to pick it would probably be her yeah, but yeah. it's like yeah. yeah i don't know what else to say like the performance from both main characters were great yeah or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jean Paul and Jean Paul yeah, and Jean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Ollie. Uh, yeah. I mean, I w- I would just say it's yeah. I think Jabril's right. It's kind of hard not to talk about those first two those two star performances when you're talking about the acting in this movie. Um, I really like. I think both of them are fantastic. I love um the immaturity that Jean Paul Belmondo brings to this character. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's charming and he's kind of cool, but he also seems like a like a kid. Like yeah. a brat, 
like even the way his suit fits, it's yeah. almost like it's too big for him. Yeah, small and the tie, way, big exactly, and the, and the cigarette almost looks too big for his lips. Mm, and so like, big, he's, fat, he's yeah. smoking fat dupe. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, I like, dude, what is looks that? like some roster <laughs> shit. It's like yeah. a gorilla finger, man. <laughs> but like, it, you know what? It's funny. His performance right reminded me of like people we went to school with or we growing, ge- growing up it was like some marco shit sometimes no, it or, reminded yeah. me of max verrier man oh wow yeah, yeah absolutely just, uh, like Ab- a young max verrier yeah absolutely so so naringa um i watched this film with my partner naringa she liked the film but didn't love it and she just thought he was such an arsehole yeah but, I and, he I, was and he was and i was like he's an he's a cool arsehole but he's 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 like kids we went to school yeah. we all know them so i i, I give credit to to Jean-Paul Belmondo for that performance, but I'll also is that is would you call that like chauvinism? Chauvinism, chauvinism? yeah, yeah, chauvinism. yeah, yeah he literally lifts a woman's skirt, a stranger's yeah. skirt up to to make a joke to prove yeah, a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Misogynist, chauvinistic, like you know. Was, the, but like, I felt like all the male characters were like that in this film. Well, I mean, it was in a way. it was sixties yeah. France, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. But it, his, I liked his um his physical tics as well. The way yeah. in which like he pouted and stuff. The yeah. way in which he like. Straightened his tie. Well, I love the nod to yeah, um, uh, yeah, yeah, to Bogey. Uh, what you were saying, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that dude. Yeah. But I just wanted to quickly give a shout out to Jean Pierre Melville, who played Parvalesco, who's the uh, writer. Oh, yep. They're interviewing in that one that um, Patricia's character is yep. interviewing in the mm-hmm. scene. That's um, that's a uh, Jean Pierre Melville, who is a very famous French director in his mm-hmm. own right. Directed mm-hmm. Le Samurai, Le Cercle Rouge, great right. films. And I thought he was really funny, even though another he was also giving a lot of chauvinist vibes in that, yeah. in that scene. But the way he kind of responded to the questions, it was very droll, very funny. Mm. So I liked it. Yeah. I mean, again, I think um, you both presented great um, uh, yeah, critics on, on, on their performance. And I think, Jabril, you're right. Like there is it's it's kind of those central performances, those two that really put the, the, the film together. Yeah, and Jean-Paul uh, Belmondo, I mean, he's incredible in this film. I think he's despicable and quite unlikable, yet has this, I don't know, maintains this like charming allure and yeah. like, this like boyish sophistication um, where, you know, he's in a suit, but yet he has like this big ass fat gu- uh, guitar. What'd you uh, say? <laughs> <laughs> like this, this, this big, this big uh, cigarette in his mouth. Uh, but yet walks kind of like suave, like and kind of like his. Like well, my uh, Naringa said he was the original fuck boy after oh, watching yes, the film. The OG yeah, fuck boy. Like, the way he, he just like, like dro- he drops into her apartment, so yeah. and, like, sleeps in her bed, and is like, "Now let's have sex." Yeah, 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 yeah. And I and I like. I mean, this is alluding to my favorite scene, but like um, that scene in the in the apartment. Um, there's you 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 are seeing all their sense of relationship and their sense of character and their differences and similarities and their sexual attraction all in that one all in that one bit and i think that if you if you were to really uh go deep into their characters you watch that specific scene because it shows you everything it shows her her restraint and her her way to get um get what she wants and that's not him but also how she confesses that she loves him but doesn't really want to love him but also does not give him what he wants and he's out there just like wanting her and you know confesses a lot of things about what he wants from her and her and his desires so there's all there's that friction and yet there's also that glue and it's it just works perfectly and the fact that it's all kind of semi-improvised and so natural and raw Mm. Uh, yeah, the performances are really incredible. Um, 
And I'd like to give the city of Paris uh, oh, one, no. of <laughs> Jesus. Oh, one of my, one of my favorite performances oh, out God. there. <laughs> I had to do it. No, no, I, I'll give it to I'll give it to Jean Seberg. She was. Yeah. I think there's such a really. Uh, I I found it so. Re- I found her character so relatable. As someone who 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 is bilingual, um, as someone who who can who kind of. Whenever I go to France, I have this sense of like, I want to speak French, but also I want to switch to English. Mm. Um, there's this uncomfortability with with my Frenchness. And I think maybe there was a bit with her as well, how there was things that she didn't understand, things that were foreign to her. And sometimes I feel like that when I'm in Paris or when I'm in the south of France. Mm. Um, so I really related to that character uh, quite a lot this time around. Right. Oh, nice. Um, all right. So we've got favorite scene up next. Yeah. Uh, I go. So... Uh, my favorite scene. I'm guess I'm gonna go with the last bit, not the bit where um Michelle is on the floor like dying, mm-hmm. but the bit where he's like running away when he got yeah. when he just got, when he got shot, shot and yeah. he's running away. Great. Um, simply because it's such a like DIY scene. Yeah, and I I don't know if this is um like a like use this scene from the film like as a, a piece of influence, but there was a music video that I watched. Back in the day, I can't remember what it was, but it was like during the like whole tectonique uh, movement in France. And there was this music video where I think it was on the same street, like naked women would be walking down the street in a one shot and they would have uh, like the lyrics of the songs like replaced where their bra and panties would be. That's very French. Um, (laughs) But what but what I thought was very very similar was the fact that like there were real like civilians on the street, you know, and they're looking directly yes, into the camera. Yes, and there are yeah. moments where like people are on the street and it seems alive, okay, yeah. but it, this happens in reverse in the movie or in reverse in the music video. So that's what I loved about this is that like it, it honestly looked like someone on an office chair pushing someone else with a camera while like um, he's like running down the street and it was perfect. Yeah. Like, and the, the people, fact that it looked weird yes. was was what made it so effective. And the, the fact that they used the city of Paris and the people in it as a um, as a reaction, you know, yeah. as 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 viewers that are actually yeah. reacting mm. to what's going on mm-hmm. in the moment gives it such a much more weight to to each scene because let's say he's running away yeah. he just got shot people like I I saw like one or two faces that were like kind of worried yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and you can't get that with Again, you can't get that with like a yeah. background performance because it's kind of rehearsed and it's preordained. Like, Whereas this is like yeah. in the moment type I shit. I don't know if anybody's seen this video on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, but there's a video of like clearly actors and like there's an actor and actress like having a fake fight like after a night out in mm. the streets of London. And then some dude's like, Oi, mm. what are you doing? <laughs> and like, uh, there's like, it's a film. You know, yeah, like yeah, I can't yeah, imagine yeah. what that would be like back in the day, you know, sure, where like yeah, film... Yeah is actual film and it like costs shit. Yeah. yeah, you, know, yeah and you have some sure. random dude from the street, try and help. Like, would you like try and incorporate that into the, yeah. to the film or like, what are these stylistic choices that you would make? Like, this is what I was thinking when I was yeah, watching yeah. this yeah. scene. Yeah. It's not that it was the perfect scene, but it was like, there are faults in it that like made it seem real. It made it real. seem yeah, yeah. visceral. Yeah. 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 yeah for yeah, sure. What do you guys think? Ollie? Uh, favorite scene. I, I mean, it's, I don't know if you can call it a scene rather than just an extended sequence, but it's 
everything that takes place in Patricia's apartment. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I steal mm-hmm. this from mm-hmm. you? No, it's okay. I'm, I'm, we'll talk. Let's talk. Let's yeah, talk. Let's yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about talk, it. Talk. Absolutely. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. You know, this just that 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 sequence just has everything I want from yes. uh, a French New Wave or this particular kind of French New Wave film. Um, it's sexy, it's fun, it's philosophical, it's shot in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. There's great, that's when the chemistry between those yeah. two actors really comes alive. And I think it's when you can um, see why they are attracted to one another, mm-hmm. particularly why Patricia's atta- attracted to this dirtbag, because mm-hmm. in his own fucked up chauvinistic way, he gets her, he makes her laugh, but also he makes her think. Mm-hmm. And he pushes, he challenges her and he pushes her. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot you can read into that scene. Like, I love how... Um, She's talking about Faulkner and then she's got the Picasso painting poster and she's talking about these classical painters and then he's talking about fast American cars and and reading the newspaper. So he's kind of representing the new and the Western, uh, the new and the American. She, even though he's French and she's American and she's representing the old European antiquities. They duel each other. It's interesting. And then you've got that great moment where... um, where he's she's viewing him through the poster. She yeah. rolls up the poster, yeah. views him, and then this is where Godard starts to flex a little bit. He puts the camera behind yeah. the poster, so we've got like this bird's eye or like this little um, periscope view of mm. Jean of Jean Paul Belmondo as he's looking at the camera smoking, mm. and then it just cuts to a close up of them making out like movie stars. Mm. Yeah. It was just, it's so interesting, and, and it doesn't tell you if that's right the, the moment they've had sex or not, yeah. no. but it was just. It was great. And that's where it re- the film really gathered steam mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. love that that whole section. Yeah, I think that the, the film can be all incorporated in that one scene, especially with the relationship Absolutely. and the chemistry of those characters. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's where the performances shine the most. And I think that's where Godard shines the most, too. And that's where the writing like shines small the most. spaces. In this confined, you yeah. know, single he, location. He did 400 blows, right? No, no, that's that François was... Truffaut. Oh, that's mm. Truffaut. Yeah. Okay. Oh shit. Um, which okay. this movie was written by François Truffaut. This one. Oh, right this here. film right here. Yeah, okay. The screen. Okay. The, uh, well, he, the original he came idea, up with the original yeah, story. The original yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, the original yeah. screenplay. Right. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I'll, yeah, I picked that scene as well. I mean, there was another scene. It was a tracking shot at the bank. Oh, sorry, uh, the, the travel yeah. agency. Yes, yes. Uh, just because I was like, nice tracking shot, and <laughs> it just kind of shows. Belmondo's character as this like cool suave has the suit it has a plan for you know to get away blah 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 uh, and then it shows the exact same scene but with the the law enforcers uh, uh, coming yeah. in okay now I remember but I have to pick this scene because this this it, it epitomizes um, this movie it, it, it highlights this movie and so many essays and 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 critical think pieces have been done on this uh, on this mm. like sequence alone um and and some of my favorite lines come from it, and it's so existential and alive and poetic and philosophical. Everything that you've said, but it also makes me just fall in love. Not just fall in love with these characters or any. Just it makes me fall. It makes me believe in love for yeah. some reason. I just yeah. I have this idea of love, whether that's loving a fucking lamp or loving like an actual person. It just it it paints the idea of a Did you I say love, lamp. Yes, <laughs> nice. I love Thank lamp. You. I love lamp. Um, <laughs> But it has it has this quality of like, and it makes you think. The scene makes you think. It really challenges, just like Belmondo's challenging her, and just how she's romanticizing things. It, yeah. it makes you feel all of that, and makes you want to. Express and it's a little dark that. too, like yeah. when he uh, sure. when he says, "If you don't smile, I'll strangle you." Or yeah. Something. Yeah, 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 there's a bit and of she, yeah, but she, li- she likes it. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, fair enough. Um, but it's like it's one of those yeah. things where it challenges everything and it questions everything, and it's it's about everything yeah. as well. And it's also like I don't know if you've got 
I'm this, sure you guys have had this for sure, but like experiencing kind of like, you know, pillow talk where you are yeah, talking yeah. with a partner, a, a sexual friend, and yeah. you have all these conversations in, a, in a bedroom. Shout out to little Dickie's pillow talking. Exactly. That's a great, That's uh, a great, great song, great, yeah. song, great <laughs> music video. Yeah. Too. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where in those moments you do talk about mm. it all. Yeah. Totally. I just wanted to, before we move on to a favorite quote, I just wanted to say, um, how obvious the male gaze was in this film. Like, mm. like there was a moment see. where True. Jean, Jean, yeah. Jean, we'll Jean. call her Jean. We'll call her Jean. We know her. Um, she R. like gets into the bed, like get into, maybe it wasn't her. Maybe it was another woman. I think you're thinking of the other I, I'd her, say the his, other woman, like but his, the Italian friend. Yeah. The Italian mistress he has. Yes. But there was one where she like gets into bed, but she like gets in with like her butt like in the air, like super <laughs> sexy. And it's it's just like very Playboy. Come on. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. very Playboy. And I was like, that uh from what is it? Uh good good no, what the Hollywood movie. Um <laughs> there was many Leonardo DiCaprio uh, oh, Welcome yeah. to Hollywood No, Welcome to Hollywood uh, Once Upon a Time, Once in, upon Holland. A time in Hollywood, Hollywood. Yeah, when yeah. he's hey. watching TV yeah, yeah, and he's like, yeah. 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 There it is There it is um, Yeah Yeah, I mean I mean, And, and, and um, on a little side note mm. um, Just for you guys to have a research on this Or to go on a deep dive But please look into uh, Jean Seberg's life She has mm. a fascinating Fascinating life That is quite tragic but also fascinating she's mm. she was such a fascinating powerful interesting woman um that was you know kind of died too early because of like mm. you know circumstances that were beyond her control and targeting her really but it's yeah she has a really fascinating there's life. a great uh podcast series on you must remember this about mm. her called gene and jane yeah there's also uh, a mediocre mm. film with Kristen stewart called yeah. uh, i never saw <laughs> So, um, but favorite <laughs> yeah. quote, guys. Yeah, um, there's many. I mean, for me, it's not a specific quote, but it's every time she asks, like, what a word means. Yes. Yeah. Um, I really like that just because I guess the whole the same thing with like being bilingual, yeah, or, like, yeah. learning another language. Like when I when I moved to Buenos Aires for a bit, like during well, my same. semester abroad, I remember like having to ask that mm. question. And what I loved about the fact that she does it is like she she asks like. Hey, look, what does that mean? Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, but like, I always felt embarrassed mm. asking like what, what someone what said. Means. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's something that I've always found difficult when yeah. learning new languages and being corrected. Yeah. yeah. It's like asking like, what does that mean? I don't understand. So, mm. um, yeah, I would say any of those quotes, cause like each and every time she asked, it was like in such a different circumstance. Like there was yeah. a moment where Michelle is passing, like dying. Uh, there's a moment where she's like getting, uh, well, not she's not getting arrested, but like the cops are the after her. There's after, so many yeah. instances where she says it, but it has a different effect. Especially every towards the time. end of a very yeah. famous ending to to the to, yeah. to a film. So that's yeah. that's for me. Yeah. yeah, not to go into too much detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit, it's tough when you when you're quoting films but not in their original language. Sure, it feels yeah. almost a bit fraudulent to quote mm-hmm. subtitles because you know the subtitles are just someone's interpretation of it. Yeah. Having said that, um, I've the one I, I picked, I think, for my number one was um, a quote from Patricia Jean Seberg's character. She says, I don't know if I'm unhappy yeah. because I'm not free. Oh, yeah. sorry. Was we're, that yours? we're in sync with this. Or if I'm not free Perfect because I'm unhappy. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Perfect. Je ne sais pas si je ne suis pas content parce que je ne suis pas libre ou si je ne suis pas libre parce que je ne suis pas content. 
Ah, oh, love it. Right. Love it. It sounds uh, so much better. <laughs> it does, yeah. yeah. It does. No, it's a great, and again, like a very existential, existential kind of mm-hmm. line. Yeah, and, and, they, really and they think. just drop those sort of observations into the middle of everyday conversation, and yeah. it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's just what happens when you talk to a French person. Uh, <laughs> They just, you're yeah. like, how do I get Dude, to honestly, how do this I movie get made to me want to smoke, especially that scene. God damn, I was like, Fuck. was there a moment where there wasn't someone smoking? I think Jean Paul Belmondo's character was smoking a cigarette or in lighting every a cigarette. Scene, right? Pretty much every, every scene. single yeah, every, scene. Every single scene. Yeah. 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 Which is, that is, yeah, what a French a fuck, person a French smoking a cigarette. Would do. Never yeah. seen it before. That <laughs> that rang false to me. I just wasn't sure. Yeah, about yeah, that. yeah you're like, I've not I don't seen know. a black and white French film where people are smoking a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't, I don't, seem, I don't buy it. doesn't seem authentic don't buy to it. me. Don't buy it. Uh, yeah, that movie made me want to smoke, man. Um, especially that scene, like you're in bed, you're lighting up a cigarette. God damn it! Uh, I will go for. Um, I, I believe Belmondo says this. Michelle, uh, he says he was asked by Patricia, uh, "What do you want? To, what do you want in life, or what's your ambition?" And he says, "Being immortal and then dying." So uh, he wants to kind of line. immortalize himself and then die so he can be remembered yeah. basically forever. Mm. And that just shows his inner conflict in a way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah his yeah. rebelliousness. Absolutely. Um, a lot of these lines do reveal a lot about the characters, which mm. again, it's a great piece of writing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Okay. To close off, I, I did think about my mystery question well, as we do, were do, doing. Does anyone want to do an armchair moment? I mean, I you know, I always have an armchair moment. I'm the Debbie Downer of the yeah, podcast. No, 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 I'll no, make no, it no, quick since I know yeah. we're time. Oh, that's time. good. That's Very good. quickly. Opening sequence. I think they could have just reshot that. Yeah. They, like, mm. it's kind of like, they didn't need it's it. a bit confusing. Like, I've seen this film twice and I still had to, I think, look at a summary afterwards to figure out what exactly happened. So apparently he steals a, he steals a car get ditches the woman he's with and he's in like Marseille or something like yeah. that. And then he, when he's taking a piss, I think, or something like that, or he's just, I don't know. He finds a glove, a gun in the glove compartment. Then a police officer he's tries to shoot piss? him. Or I don't know, like a police officer comes up to him and oh, says, he's like hey, taking the piss. Uh, no, no, he's, he's taking no. a piss. Like, I think he's, he goes I think outside. He's, he goes I think outside. he's using a, the loo. Yeah. Or he's, and he's, he finds a gun? I thought he no, finds no, it he in finds his glove a, compartment. No, no, he yeah. finds, sorry, I got it out of order. But the point is, that whole se- that whole sequence is shot kind of. You could, that's when you could tell it's really low budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought like the the film really gathers steam and gets better as it goes along. So I felt like they could have yeah. reshot that Not that, lie, that, that, that opening was the sequence moment where I was like, yeah. oh, he stole the car. And like, yeah. I, like I like went on Wikipedia and looked through. I was like, oh, exactly. he stole the car. Yeah. Oh, he finds the gun. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think, honestly, I think armchair moment, not reshoot the. the Get rid of it entirely. Yeah. Have have yeah. Ha, have have the, have the audience think that oh he is kind of someone that. Or you could just find it out as the from, movie comes yeah, along. Yeah, because then the, yeah. there's going to be law enforcers no, after totally. him, and it's like oh shit, what the fuck did he do? And then it kind of the plot will reveal yeah, that maybe he, like, he uh, killed scroll, someone. Scrolling words that go through. Yeah, 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 space. yeah. That's yeah. later. <laughs> that's later. Uh, but the fact that like it is revealed in in various newspapers, you get to see. Yeah. You know, yeah so it's yeah. like oh, then you get a sense. And we find out in the same time as Patricia as her. So that that would have been a yeah a more constructive kind of narrative piece. I'm with you on that one. And I think they and they shot that last as well because they uh, shot everything chronologically apart from that first. That makes sense to me. Um, uh, so it felt rushed and it mm. felt like yeah weird. Um, yeah, so all in all in accord on that one. Yeah. There so a mystery question. So I, I I did think of one, but I realized it might have been exactly the same one as one of your mystery questions when yeah. we did before sunrise, and uh, you were like, Who? "Well, I wasn't there, so." 
Um, there we go. Yeah, yeah, okay, me. so uh, I, I'm pretty sure. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but there was. Uh, so my mystery question uh, would be: You are with your summer fling. Yeah, yeah. Which city in which Europe? City? Yeah, that that yeah, is the we same did, question. We did yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, I didn't. I didn't answer this. So question. I'm gonna scrap that. Okay, scrap that. Can I answer Be- it though? Yeah, sure. Go yeah. For it. Okay, you guys. But what's the second question that well, you're thinking? Well, a- answer this one, and I'll do. A, we'll do a mystery question in Europe. That. In Europe, yeah. In Europe. Oh, actually, anywhere in the world. Go on then. Well, no, no, Europe's easier. <laughs> yeah, this is Mogadishu. Mogadishu. Uh, <laughs> I've never even been. Um, yeah. I would say uh, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Oh, yeah, Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very that, walkable, yeah. very cycling friendly. Or Copenhagen. Oh, yeah. I'd love to go to Copenhagen. Copenhagen yeah. or Amsterdam, Dublin. Fuck yeah. Anyways, yeah. yeah fuck okay, this question. So <laughs> we've got three. We've yeah, got yeah. three. Okay, the the next one, because we have done this mystery question, is you get the same essentials as a French New Wave film. You get the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. It's a very low budget. Mm-hmm. And let's say you only get one kind of camera. Mm-hmm. Where do you shoot your film in Europe? In Europe. Yeah. Which European city do you choose to shoot your film? It could be anything. It could be something like Breathless or something, whatever. But you get this kind of... of, of tech and this kind of crew and this kind of uh, assembly yeah, I know uh, exactly. of filmmaking. Brick Lane. Whoa, nice. Brick Lane. Because uh, it's like one That's in London shot. for y'all that yeah, don't know. one shot that just goes from the bottom to the top. So you could like mm. basically have a short film that starts at the bottom of the road and ends at the top. Um, you have like so many different types of people that are around, mm-hmm. you know, tourists, uh, locals, you have different communities. So you have um, like different signs on the street, mm-hmm. like you have them in Bengali, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, it's some Sanskrit, yeah, lettering. Um, there's also like a heavy Jewish influence from back in the day, so you see like a lot of like um, iconography that's mm. Jewish with Jewish uh, history. Mm. Um, there's so much history within that that street, you know, like the uh, skinheads versus like sure. uh, yeah. immigrants. So I rich. think that would be my favorite. Place a rich to, tapestry yeah. of stuff. To do like a like a guerrilla filming, you know, yeah, I guess yeah. it would be called. Or yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it is guerrilla film. Yeah, yeah. Guerrilla I'll filming. just give my answer very quick. Uh, I'm just gonna say Budapest because oh, cool. yeah, uh, nice. one Budapest is beautiful, so I think it looked very attractive. Uh, Budapest is where they do Hungary. Sorry, is where they do a lot of filming. So I know you get yes. really good Midsommar, cheap crews. Right? Uh, oh no, that's I Bulgaria. Know. I think, sorry, I think a lot of studio films shoot in yeah um, a lot of the Budapest stuff. now. Yeah, uh, yeah, beautiful city looks great at night, and I feel like you get really good cheap photography. Mm. I was like crew. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'd choose Budapest. Nice. Um, I will say Bilbao. Bilbao is probably one of the most beautiful Spanish, at least northern Spanish cities that I've ever been to. And it's so underrated and and underlooked mm-hmm. and not quite seen visually in film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of want to represent a lot of these like cities that aren't, you know, represented in mm-hmm. film. And nice. Bilbao is is, <clears throat> is one of those. And it's a very um the the topography of Bilbao is is quite impressive. Mm-hmm. Um so it would it would have some very um, well, aesthetic sh- let's shots. Let's do ratings real quick before we get kicked out. Let's do it. Um so for this film I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10 uh fuck I had this one now it's gone uh I'm going to give it uh guns Oh nice, nice. okay yeah, yeah. yeah I'll give it 8 out of 10 lucky strikes Nice That's what he smokes Uh I will uh give it 8.8 um licking lips out of 10 Nice. Nice. Very nice. Well, 
on that note, thank you for coming here and being on this episode and listening to us. Uh, yeah, the usual. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment. Give us a five-star rating. And don't and forget to watch Cleo from 5 to 7 yeah. for next week's episode. For next, next week's week. episode. And watch this film if you haven't yet. If you got to the stage without watching this film, then, then go <laughs> <congrats. dare> you. <laughs> yeah, well done. <laughs> All right. Ciao, ciao. Love you. Love you.